Hello and welcome back to Into Riverdale, your favorite Riverdale rewatch podcast. As always, I am two-thirds of your host, Daniel, and using the term weak sauce in the year 2021. Hi, I I think there was something about something. I don't know. It's been like, actually, it's been a month since I've watched this. Yeah. Yeah. um, We got hung up a couple of weeks, so it has been a while since either of us have seen this episode. I only remember at one point FP it does say weak sauce because it was so fucking weird. Um, I can't actually recall anything else about this episode either. So you're going to get some real live and raw reactions from us uh, as we jump into Riverdale Season 4, Episode 15, Chapter 72, To Die For. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Jughead's They're, dead. Oh, this one has a weird tonal whiplash. I remember this episode now. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know what? I remember feeling angry, not at the show, but f- at myself for um, taking the show at its word when it said Jughead was dead and being like, well, these scenes only makes sense if Jughead's actually dead. I forgot it's Riverdale, so they're just gonna lie to you. Like they did with Hiram's Rum Company. They'll just lie to you and then change it later. You can't, like, make predictions based on logic. It doesn't work. Like, it just says the opposite about midway through the episode, which we knew he was alive. But, like, it plays it so straight-faced. It's... Like, it's, it's not a good con there aren't you can't there's no way to like piece it together they just filmed it as if he were dead but then surprise he's not there's no like big prestige where it all makes sense it doesn't it's just bad writing yeah apparently they're doing renovations very late at night in a different room i don't know if that means that they're having sex or if they're actually hammering on something but whatever it's doing is (laughs) It's in the they're getting hammered either way. No, no, the writing in this episode yeah. is so bad um, because like because like it's yeah. a lot different if yeah. you're playing it for hey, these kids are acting mm-hmm. as if this person's dead. But no, like the show itself right, feels yeah, like Jughead's dead. Right. Yeah, it's there there's no subtext to the fact to to the idea of Jughead's death in this until suddenly it's revealed no, that it's yeah. not. I remember it's, not liking it's this bad. episode. So. Um but yeah. Uh but we start with a quote and not just any quote, a quote from Jughead. Um it's life's not an Agatha Christie novel, it's a lot messier. Um which really should just put you in the right headspace for this episode. <laughs> That they started with an epitaph from a fictional character. Uh, So I believe last time we left off, we left off with them finding, quote-unquote, finding Jughead's body. Yeah, And uh, confirming at the coroner's. So I believe this scene is just sort of like the next day. Uh, Betty got a phone call while the whole family's at the kitchen table. Uh, Seems to be sad news. She's crying. 
Oh, right. It was Yale. That That's what it was. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about this. <laughs> this whole framing device. Um, Alice is doing a true crime documentary on the death of Jughead, which is a lot. In yeah, uh, Alice a is a very ways, is very but... Alice Cooper in this episode. <laughs> she sure the fuck is. Um, the other thing I want to point out here is in a second, this camera is gonna cut as if Alice has two cameras and she's editing between the two. Even though we can see she's clearly recording this on a handheld camcorder. Um, thank you, Riverdale. Like, like you um, think it'd be easier so for them little. to just do one camera too. <laughs> It would literally be cheaper to just give the actor a camera and have her handy cam it like she was actually filming a d- thing. But uh, no, we got angles. Um, and as Betty explains that the reason she was crying about that phone call was because Yale called her um, to tell her there had been a recent opening um, in their incoming class. And so uh, she's off the wait list and into Yale. And then um, just in case... us. You know, idiot viewers were too stupid to figure out what that means. Alice helpfully says, "So you're saying that uh, it was Jughead's spot." She hired Kevin to be the cameraman. Okay, you know what? The, no, no, no. The, the Alice, Alice thing, thing in this rolls. episode fucking ruled. Like, the rest of it, it, I can it just take feels like, this hap- is really like funny. about yeah. a little about over half of this episode is acting as if the thing that she's filming is true mm-hmm. when we know it's not. Right. Okay, in her defense, she thinks it's true. Also, now they have two cameras. I love that two cameras, one cameraman. Shout out, Kevin. Um, but the way, the way, like, a lot of the other events happen don't make a ton of sense. No, 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 like, That's no, but, like, the, it feels like the show itself is trying to gaslight it and it's believing that Jughead's dead. Right. It, well, yeah, they are. They're trying to really convince us, but like, they do the it entire in a, time. Like, just like these people know that he's alive, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. There's like I feel like there's a sort of like implicit trust that you need to have with uh, a movie or film or or TV show where like because you know it's all made up, it's all camera trickery and actors, and so they're lying to you, and that you have to like. Be able to trust that what they do tell you is the yeah. truth within the lie they've crafted. No, no, like, like the, uh, the narrator has sense. to be reliable in order for something like this to be, uh, in order for this to yeah. be pulled off. For for the reveal to have any sort of impact, yeah, we, we have to be able to. I I don't no, know how to word this, but like, it's like, bad here. Like for example, I don't like, like it. the Moon Knight. The Moon Knight show, like as of last week of recording, came out. We know that the narrator is unreliable, mm-hmm. so we know we can't trust his what he's seeing, at least at first, until the truth is revealed. Like here, like most of the time right. they play everything very straight. And they've been they've been Yeah, there's there's and no like, and there's, real doubt. It's, that it's just not said. I don't know. It it's just a little annoying. Yeah. Uh, also, Cheryl is uh, going to be shadowing Betty because Cheryl knows <laughs> Cheryl knows what it's like to lose a dear loved one. I think she says once again, implying that she and her brother had the kind of relationship that Betty and Jack had had. Um, but regardless, uh, you know, Cheryl became suicidal after that, and so she's gonna follow around Betty and make sure Betty doesn't do something stupid, even though Betty's yeah. like, I would really like my own Also, face. she wasn't showing any sense of being suicidal. Um, 
Yeah. Actually, th- this this exchange kind of highlights what I'm talking about. Um, Betty's packing up Jughead stuff at Stonewall, um, and she's you know sadly looking at the photo. And Brett walks in and is like, "Save your tears. There's no one here." And like, no, he's he is right, right. Though, like, there are a lot of times like where they're alone or with the other people who know it's yeah. a fake, and they're acting out these scenes where they're sad and speaking out loud about how they're, no, they're no, sad I- to each other. For what? No, no, the show, yeah. That's what I mean by, like, the show's lying No, no. This, are acting as if... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in private, yeah. E- even in private, they are. Yeah. Which which is yeah. where the, the that, That's where the friction is, me. yeah. I think that's where I'm having just issues with it. Yeah. Like, like, like here, you know, you could maybe hand wave like, oh, Betty's gonna be very deep in character because she's in quote-unquote enemy territory. Someone could walk in on her at any time. But I think there's a scene later where she and Veronica are, like, yeah. in the music room together alone or something. Or no, 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 it's it's uh, Veronica and Archie are together alone. And they act out this big scene. Um, and Cheryl captures it, and she's a gossip, so she tells everyone. But they, well, like... Well, I think they wanted... No way to I think they were that. trying to make it obvious something was happening. Right, but... Uh, it, it's... <laughs> So, like, in, in a heist movie, if you have something like that, where, you know, the Mark, oh, you fooled the Mark into thinking he knows what's up. You have to, like, then explain how you led the Mark to the conclusion. You can't just be like, it was just a great coincidence also, that they happened uh, to see us we acting. skipped over, like, 30 seconds of them. I think the most actively they shown these teens having sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, which, but again, Archie couldn't he, finish, which is a big be deal. Able, because his friend is alive. Like, right, yeah. yeah. And Hermosa, I guess, was listening, which is, you know, like, I mean, hard not yeah. here, but also at the same time, like, pretend. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Did she say she was listening or? Well, yeah, I she, she walked, just, in, like, walked so, like, in, so, like, she was gonna she see someone naked. If, right, yeah, anyway, which then is she hard also to not Archie's do, abs. I'm gonna be real honest. Like if he's there for one right. meat of one reason is to be a slab of meat. Uh so Right. Uh and Armusa came to gloat because she got suspicious when Veronica said she might defer Bernard. So she dug into it and found out that actually she's under investigation for, you know, the illegal rum. And and, and the thing still, is it's not for some reason. it's not um because it's illegal rum a thing. It's because it's illegally called rum. And that's why. <laughs> right. Bernard's yeah. very strict about uh liquors. See again, that camera cut right there implies that Alice either has a second camera set up to the side of FP, or she had to get up while he's giving this sad monologue about his dead son and so, move so to the many, side so she can get another So angle many on. like shows will actually give the actor a camera to make it look like it's handicammed. Right. It's a lot cheaper than putting a filter in afterward. <laughs> you can just get a shitty camera. But, you know, joke, well, uh, FP, who doesn't know that his son is, uh, is alive, at least I think. No, he knows. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he has to because um, he helped. He had to, and he found also the body like and I feel like it. you wouldn't, you wouldn't like. What's the word? Uh, you wouldn't. I don't think you would clock anything weird if like the people who are really close to him were acting weird. 
about it because like this because in this show like in the last four years of their life they went through multiple murders and people who were like like especially betty right like betty doesn't act Mm -hmm. right in any situation (laughs) (laughs) um anyway f he mentioned he had a warrant pending and now he's executing that warrant by searching donna's room and he found Jughead's secret society pin that we saw Betty uh, put in her back pocket while cleaning up Jughead's stuff a couple scenes ago. This is where... <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Donna is trying to explain away this pin um, that she's clearly surprised at him having found here. Because it's not... You know, she didn't take it from Jughead. Betty planted it. Um, and she's trying to give this uh, explanation. F.P. just glances at her yeah, and says, that's, that's weak sauce, kid. That's uh, a in, in weird, like, it'd be like, that. you just say it's that's weak, right? Yeah, um, I, I don't know why he's using, like, circa 2011 internet slang right now. What if he was using it, like, in the way people currently uh, use it? part of his character. Where it's <laughs> just, like, people looking for, you know, the source of something. You know, like, people say sauce because they're annoying. Yeah. You, you <laughs> no, know? That's yeah. weak. That's, <laughs> that's a weak prop. <laughs> that's a weak source yeah you, it's a bad hype alibi um that would be extremely advanced although i think sauce is also like a circa 2013 no no like, it is <laughs> i guess people still no that's not how people use sauce these days now because it's like lost in the sauce we're into sauce yeah, being no. like the stuff you know it's the uh, quirk, quirk well, no, okay, white boy like goaded with the sauce. We're, now you we're know? just getting into like etymology of how we use sauce nowadays. But I feel like there's two ways people are using <laughs> right. it, and it's either people either say sure. source, but like sauce, you know, or right. Oh, it depends. Like it really depends anymore, on but, you, know, you know the internet. But like, yeah, I feel like you place. have like the sauce as in like the the stuff, but you also have the sauce as in the where did you get mm-hmm. the stuff? So, mm. uh, so now Donna's playing this really bizarre trump card where she just says Betty killed Jughead, but, but no, but he has to and be then in FP on believes it her because he helped. He helped uh, right. with the um, the corner framing, and ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe we learn when they reveal it to Alice that she was like which, the only one they hadn't told you, in their inner circle. Okay, like you would one hundred percent be able to get uh the creepy junior to like <laughs> to buy into it as well. Yeah. Uh, well, like what what I'm struggling with is that Donna, an allegedly like intelligent person, thought she could just say to the father of the person she murdered <laughs> actually betty did it his longtime girlfriend he was in love with my friend who you you know you also don't know will back me up on that alibi and also he's like, a police tracks. okay he's, he's 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 a cop he doesn't have to believe anything you say but right uh <laughs> point of order here we're seeing that scene that we saw in those flash forwards where he says you're under arrest for the cold-blooded murder of my son he did not read them, uh, their Miranda rights. <laughs> Further proof of my theory that <laughs> FP just does not know anything about the police and he's too afraid to ask. I don't know how any of this works. I'm too scared to ask. 
Yeah, he was like, well, I gotta, I gotta arrest him now for the plan. All right, I'm just gonna wing it. So it's like, you're, I mean, who says that? Like, you're under arrest for the cold-blooded murder. Like, he sounds like yeah. a like old-timey detective. Because that's probably his point of reference. I love. Well, the Steve I mean, you have to worry about him. it after the end of this episode because he quits. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, we get back to Pops, and we have Pop talking. I don't know why she would well, be Well, it's because, Pops, because you know, Jughead's okay. known for eating burgers all the time at his place, you know? Oh, you know what? You're correct. You are actually correct. That is why she's doing it. Um, And so then uh, they're doing the interrogations. Uh, It's weird that... Sorry, so we start with Veronica, and it's weird that Hiram's just standing there in the corner and be okay, like, come first, on, FP, lay off her. Okay. Also, I think the one person who would rightfully not care at all would be Hiram, because he was his enemy mm. for, like, two seasons. No, Hiram would care because his daughter's in trouble with the law, and he can't have that because it besmirches his family name. I'm saying, why does Hiram not have a league of extremely high-paid lawyers in there right now, giving FP the but business? But wouldn't he? Because that's but, but what you would do he, when does you're he rich. No, he wouldn't know. It, I mean, it doesn't no, no, matter no. to him if Veronica killed someone or not. Yeah, that's not the issue. The issue I don't is that know. Veronica's like in jail. All the, and he can't have no. That. Would you? I don't know. the The thing is, it doesn't set up the intrigue that this is supposed to be. Well. Mm. Well, I mean, this isn't even trying to be interesting. It's trying to be like, even no, they definitely did it. It's been they stated are from the beginning that it's not, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it... I just I just don't know why Hiram's there by himself in a corner. And be like, hey, stop that, FP. He should have lawyer. Like, what Archie's mom does here in the next scene yeah. is like what I expected from Hiram. Because uh, Archie's mom's a lawyer. So the second FP opens his mouth, she's like, you don't have to answer that, Archie. Does she do criminal law? Mm, that's a good question. Because <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure she does, like, corporate stuff. I, mean, I don't think they've what, really what, ever like The only law she talked about before is, is corporate stuff. Because she helped him out with the, um... Sorry, she helped him out with the, uh... Rec Center. Um, and she talks about... And she talks about having, like... Right, she but, talks about uh, having she, to... <laughs> Uh, she did something with Hiram, I think. Uh, she was talking about something about Hiram. Okay, but Art, you also forgot that she did. She <gasps> yeah, was, does she do criminal? Wait, it's one. very rare that uh, that lawyers do both criminal and civil. I mean, it's possible that uh, she was a criminal lawyer, it, like in Riverdale, and after she and Fred split off, have, she went into be. corporate yeah. law. But. I mean, regardless, like, she is doing the thing correctly when the second FP opens his mouth. She's like, you don't have to answer that, Archie. Keep your mouth shut. Don't talk to this pig. Which is what I expect Hiram's, Also, you again, feel like Hiram of highly be like, paid don't lawyers talk to, to the do. police. Like, just flat, don't talk to the police. But. Right. No, like, the second he heard she was in jail, she'd get bailed out, and then, like, 50 lawyers would storm FP's office and tie this up in so much legal red tape that yeah. this would not move until the year 2028. And then he would probably he would also sue, sue the city. Just because for he's... <laughs> right, actually, yeah. Well, actually, the more that I think about it, like, 
he didn't read the Miranda rights. He should have clocked that. <laughs> like, but like, yeah, we did get a Miranda rights, by the way. <laughs> right. I mean, Archie wouldn't have clocked it because Archie's dumb as a brick. Veronica should have clocked it. And but so I guess is Veronica FP. is in on this. See, scheme, the thing is, so the, the show is lying to us, and like, yeah. it's being so like. Uh, this is there's so much dissonance in this right. episode. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Alice, uh, instead of uh, Betty being interviewed by FP, it's Alice, and she says that FP got her a few moments alone with Betty with the cameras off. Um. Which I guess makes sense because if I were FP and Alice came with me to me with this ask, I'd be thinking in my head, she doesn't know the scheme. Uh, this is risky, but on the other hand, if I don't do this, also she's she might do not let me more let me beg her like very high so key a couple rooms down. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm gonna make this Betty's problem, and then uh, Alice comes and says, Betty, listen. I know you probably did it, so you just need to confess that to me, and that that way I can tie up my true crime docu- documentary. I mean, uh, help you, but I need to know the truth about how that you murdered him. That way I could sell all this the to Netflix and make a lot of money for, for a short amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alice also says FP has the proof. What proof are they talking about? Oh, oh yeah. they think The Rock still... Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. So that that was how they tried to justify this is because Donna uh, specifically cited Betty holding a bloody rock, and then they have a bloody rock in forensics. So they were like, "Oh, maybe Donna's telling the truth." Anyway, they've been unarrested now because there's no proof. They should have been unarrested because because they couldn't do the they couldn't do the uh, the trial for another five years. But you know. Um, nope, yeah. that's what the bail system's for. Hooray. <laughs> um, now Donna's yelling at Brett because they've been swindled. And See, like, this part real. was acted like it should have been. Because these have no, they have mm-hmm. no idea of what's going on. Although, also, she's like, either they tampered with The Rock or Jughead's sheriff daddy's interfering. And, like, why, why it, did you not, like, anticipate also, that? Oh. Like, you think they would know that people who could have power over the cops as rich people. <laughs> right. One, one, as rich people, they know how nepotism rolls. Two, I mean, uh, from their classist perspective, FP, a former gang member criminal, is not going to turn his back on his kid. I mean, we know that cops would not would do that anyway because they're all corrupt. They wouldn't, you know, they protect their own. But like from their perspective, even they'd be like, obviously, this we can't get these kids arrested for murder. Yeah. Uh, this guy's dad's gonna protect them. But anyway, whatever. Then Donna calls Betty in the middle of the at three a.m. to explain her theories after probably doing okay. A lot do of you remember? All the way back in 2016, that one Hillary Clinton campaign thing, it's 3 a.m. Who do you want answering the phone? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I thought of at this point, because it's, again, real dumb. This this episode is dumb in a way that's infuriating and not in a fun way. Like... So, her conclusion is that, obviously, Betty wouldn't be able to tamper with The Rock... And FP wouldn't protect the girl who murdered his son. Somehow just assuming FP would believe... I mean, I guess she believes The Rock is real. Which is a weird jump 
of faith. But I guess if The Rock is real and has Jughead's blood on it, and they have the her witness testimony, then it does look very bad for Betty. So why would Jughead's dad protect her? Her conclusion is Jughead's not actually dead. Um, I don't know why you would gloat well, it's, that. It's the well, it's because she she's been proof. around Betty for too long. Oh yeah, she's she's caught the virus, the darkness that forces you to just say your plans. Yeah, the darkness is less less of a like keeping things to yourself. It's more of like being so blunt about things and telling everyone everyone just hates you. Yeah, the the darkness yeah. is just really. <laughs> it's actually in ADHD. Control, actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm positive that Donna came to this after doing like six yeah, lines of real, no way. real fat lines of coke. She's rich. She sounds manic. Her pupils actually look pretty dilated, and you know it's three a.m. Also, and she's I like, this- I figured it out, Betty. <laughs> Also, that I have girl this amazing business idea. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and so now Betty suggests. Uh, yeah, it picks up each time. By the way, that one. Uh, uh, now Betty's suggesting to the parents having an open wake for Jughead in their house. Um. Which I I guess I don't know a lot about you know police investigation beyond what I've seen on CSI, but like, do they get the body back that soon? I feel like this is like an open murder investigation. I feel like they right? keep don't the body they need for that a while. for evidence or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it, it has not been very long. This is an active crime investigation still, but okay. Yeah, I mean he's the sheriff. I guess he can do what he wants. Oh god, this is fucking so stupid. Um, Archie's back at his community center. He's been neglecting. He's like, "Hey, where is everybody, you kids?" Um, and the kids are like, "Uh, we heard you killed your best friend. That's pretty fucked up." Archie's like, "I, I'm one of the good guys. I'd, I'd never kill somebody that kill didn't people. have it coming." <laughs> I only kill. They're like, that's cool, Archie. We're I like kill people out it's coming, which is why I'm going to join the army. Everyone I point the gun at gets it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's Tony, uh, who is a person um, besides yeah, Candy I'm, I'm, on uh, Cheryl's arm. And we go over. Look, Cheryl. <laughs> two, two, two things. Yeah, one fucking obsessed with Tony confessing to. Alice, uh, that night they spent together, which, uh, if we can recall, she said they didn't get past second base, so they didn't even fuck. Uh, he, actually, she said it was over oh, the shirt the saddest. Even, so, like, very sad. <laughs> but, yeah, the... <laughs> but then the camera does slowly pan over. <laughs> which is also right very there, Alice which is move. very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Cheryl says, basically, she's not bothered, but in her weird Cheryl speak, um, as you Which know. Which is both simultaneously Gen Z, but also 18th century. Which I love, by the way. I mean, we... Yeah. <laughs> but still. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. God, Cheryl's so good in this episode. She's barely in it, but she's so good. Alice is like, uh, do, would, would you like to say anything about Jughead? And Cheryl, like, thinks for a second and says... I'm sorry for that time I called Jughead a dirty hobo. And then she smiles at the camera and doesn't add anything, even though Tony's looking at her. She's like, I did my thing. And I was like, uh, is there anything else? 
And Michelle gives it another pause and then says, I'm really sorry I called Jughead out of Hobo oh that one time. God. And then smiles again. Just, Incredible. Oh, Icon. Ten I love her. Ten. She really saves it in this, like, in, in her moments anyway. Truly. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sweet Pea's back and he's wearing a serpent jacket. We so can't keep I pretending they're, they're, they're not gone. supposed to be gone. And I think Jughead's not Jughead. Wow, I think uh, FP's going to start rolling them again. I think he's gonna. Right, they're definitely not like supposed to be gone. Yeah, when but they, they were just haven't been so in the they show. were so present. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess this is confirmation that they uh, are going to keep them around. They weren't just hoping we'd forget, but uh, anyway, they were at the wake, and uh, Donna and Brett have rolled in. Um, I guess to try to see the body. <laughs> also, I think it's uh, interesting that doing open wake in the home because this would have been a very Agatha Christie thing, because that would have been common at the time. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I that probably was part of the thing. They didn't say that outright, but like that makes. Oh, she says a serpent okay. tradition, so maybe that's part of it as well. I bet it was serpent tradition because the serpents are yeah. all fucking broke, <laughs> which makes sense. Um, remember how, remember how I had, like, four jobs on this show? Yeah. They just stopped every time? Great stuff. Um, I love the pops. Oh, but don't, don't you remember? He, he, he served um, them all that, all those burgers. Right, because of all the burgers. Yeah. What I like about, uh, FP's giving his eulogy, and it's really hard for him to get through, but what I like about it is that he does look kind of drunk. Um, which I think is a nice detail that I'm shocked the writers remember. Yeah. FP is a recovered alcoholic. And if anything could cause someone to fall yeah. off the wagon, your son's death certainly would. Um, so just just a nice detail there that I'm shocked they remembered. But uh, he can't finish, so Betty goes up to complete it by reading a passage from... Uh, not Shakespeare. Why did I want to say Shakespeare? From uh, Sherlock, the other S famous S English... Like, guy um i just oh is it the, the fall oh, from ahead, bavaria sorry. whichever yeah it's that one yeah yeah the the when when they both died um which famously as we know uh sherlock faked his death in that one because fans wouldn't stop her and he wanted to uh, stop but he had Arthur to continue because he wanted to be <laughs> have money right yeah, like that, that that was supposed to be the final book. He was supposed to be for real dead and everyone wouldn't shut up and he needed money. So he was like, actually, he faked it and he's been in hiding the whole time. We're back. Um, I guess this is the show's big nod to uh, <laughs> Jughead not actually being dead. Although you'd feel like someone like Donna and Brett who go to a posh prep school would be familiar <laughs> with Sherlock Holmes. And know that passage and be like, that seems like yeah. a weird one to read, but okay. Oh, and and here we do actually have FP with a beer bottle in hand, so he's... Well, little uh, do you know, it's actually non-alcoholic. There. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, we don't see you drink it, he's just holding it. So, props on FP yeah. for this masterful performance. Um, And then Hiram tries to uh, basically suspend FP for a while, saying, you know, since he's so emotionally attached to this, he should take some time off. Um, And FP instead decides to quit. And Hiram's just sort of like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Cool, the person who was hired out of spite by my wife is quitting? Cool. Uh, Yeah. Uh, As payment for trying to assassinate me? (laughs) 
Uh, and then Donna does... Truly, she has been hanging out too long with Betty. Because <laughs> uh, Donna approaches Jellybean and is like, Hey, he's not really dead, is he? Well, where's he hide- hiding? You can tell me. To Again, Jellybean, who is like 14. <laughs> um, so... Betty kicks them out, and Donna yells at Brett to do it, and so he goes to uh, try to open the casket. Um, I guess kind of forgetting that Jughead was in a gang. Because <laughs> uh, Sweet Pea was definitely about to push his shit in, yeah. and Archie was ready to help. When, wait, half of the, no, most of the main, most of the main teen cast are in the gang that they never talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, like, Archie, like, if, like, when when he did go to prison, well, sorry, well, like, if he does get into prison later, in later seasons, he has a lot of cred. He has a, like, actual bear mm-hmm. fight attack, and he has a gang tattoo. Yeah. I mean, and he, you know, he fights like a motherfucker, so he, I think he would be fine, and, well, as fine as anyone no. is in prison. I don't think anyone uh, Unless they're just him. like, yo, can I see uh, I your guess. abs? They're That's very pretty. Because he does have very pretty abs. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Hermosa smells a rat and has been digging around and found out, for example, that on the night of the murder, uh, Archie, Betty, and Veronica all gave conflicting stories uh, to their parents. Oh, and then we get a brief insert of her uh, visiting all the parents and being charming, uh, so that Which I feel like they we didn't need this. Things. We we really like this did very not. much feels like padding. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a little fun to see like her different uh, approaches for each of the adults. Sorry, now it would have been fun if they had done more than two adults. It was just Archie's mom and Alex. <laughs> I was just like, sense, oh, why but... did they go to FP? Sunset. <laughs> 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 that would have been oh, funny. Oh no, that would have been. <laughs> I good. forgot which teen was which. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Betty's at the blue and gold doing her, you know, newspaper thing, and Kevin comes in and is like, hey, is it true? I heard Jughead's alive. Which, on one hand, uh, Betty calls it cruel, and, like, I agree. On the other hand, it is these four motherfuckers, so, like, so if someone said, yeah, Jughead's alive, he faked his death, I mean, I'd be like, that's yeah, that what they would out. do for more attention, right? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, apparently Don's been spreading rumors that this has all been a ruse. Now everyone's talking about it and believing it. Oh, God, I forgot about this. This is iconic. <laughs> this is Kevin's finest moment. Uh, so Alice is interviewing, uh, interviewing Kevin um, on why he thinks uh, all these rumors are true. And I think this is where he gets into... Oh, no, it can't be because... No. Uh, Betty and Archie haven't kissed yet. Sorry, the second interview is what I'm thinking of, where he talks about Georgie yeah. and it's insane. Which he does say something insane later, which is an insane thing to say if you think there's a possibility of someone being dead in that circle. God, uh, Reggie's response is so perfect, though. Yeah, he's it's not even so remorseful. He's just like, oh, I mean... Yeah. Well, they ask him about it, and he says, I'm angered by it. It pisses me off. And you think it's going to be like, oh, because it's so disrespectful for him. Actually, Alice even says, oh, it's because you miss your friend so deeply. He's like, what? <laughs> no, it's because this is the best senior prank ever. Uh, that guy beat me, and I'm never going to top this. such a Reggie move, and I love it. 
God, I love that there are just extras wearing serpent clothing in the background of like shots and pops just because they have to convince you they're still around. So this is another one of those scenes where I guess it's because they're in pops and it's a public place and they probably planned this out. But like, it doesn't feel like that, especially since pops yeah, is fucking Yeah, there's empty. other places you can plan this. I, like, I don't know, in the middle of the student lounge? Oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm sorry, oh, pan over yeah. Cheryl's. That's right, Cheryl's there. Cheryl, Cheryl uh, could sniff out some bullshit. Well, no, sh- uh, uh, Cheryl believes it at this point. Um, because then she makes, because then he's talking about like how hurt she is that everyone thinks this is a big ruse, um, and no one's like taking it seriously and grieving, and so Cheryl creates a memorial on Jughead's wall the next day. Or on his locker. Well, well, no. When I say some um, bullshit, I mean some bullshit's gonna happen between Art, Betty, and Art. Yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, that stuff. No, she's just For like, sure. ooh, yeah, I'm no, gonna get some that. dirt. God, I love how apologetic she is about it too when she blows up their spot. <laughs> um, but yeah, Betty sees the locker and has an emotional response and walks off into the music room. Uh, and then Archie follows to make sure she's okay. I guess, yeah, I guess this would be them manipulating Cheryl into seeing this scene, knowing that she would then tweet it out. It feels like a real tenuous <laughs> uh, connection, though. But yeah, they uh, they kiss here. They, they make it look like, you know, a lot of emotions are being brought up from this tragedy. They have a moment. Like, like I, would, I do want to point out, it does seem like a pretty tame kiss as well. Like, I mean, it's tape. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's enough for you to think, oh, they're kissing, but like, when you're up close to them, it doesn't look like there's any passion yeah. in it. Right. Um, but she is like, oh, grief, you cruel aphrodisiac, and tweets it out immediately or texts it out to everyone too. in their group <laughs> chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just love that she's like, oh, it's such a shame. And then. <laughs> Sends it out because, of course, she has to. She's Cheryl fucking Blossom. She's not gonna not send like, out. Like she has to be gods. the center of attention for at least a little bit, right? Yeah, and everyone's like, you know, a variety of nice. Um, and then of course, at least Cheryl tells Veronica in person. Yeah, but this has to be at least a couple minutes after she <laughs> texted everyone else. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, she was she was walking and texting. <laughs> Yeah, see, it was she. She thought it through. She's like, "I'm gonna send it all, and I'm gonna find Veronica right away and tell her in person." <laughs> um, and then she goes, uh, and makes a big scene in the student lounge. Of course, I will say after like at the second time watching, just like the blocking of this shot with no like actual dialogue playing, um, she does seem like she's acting, like. Mm. In a way that she normally doesn't in this show. Oh. Like, it looks like she's trying to put on a show. Mm. Um, and then she, uh, <clears throat> Veronica's initial tact is Archie's a scumbag who took advantage of his emotionally compromised friend during her grief. Um, and then Betty steps up and says, no, actually, I initiated it. And, uh, yeah, this is where I was like, this is a little weird because this I is like not how I feel like Veronica could be like, Veronica I understand that, like, you're... I don't. This is how, right? Like, this is this is not really how like anyone re- would respond to this. Like, it's not like they had sex, right? 
they had a kiss at a moment, and she's like going through one of the most traumatic things like, and, like, that can like happen. They're best. To someone, they really. they've been best friends. Um, she there. taught him how to read. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, all all of that history, yeah. And then like for her to be losing Jughead, who she's dated for like three years now, and like. They've been super close, and, you know, they've been around each other for much longer than that. Like, yeah, your head's a fucking mess. Your emotions are everywhere. They shared a kiss. I feel like most people would be like, that's understandable, then. I'm not happy about it. Don't do it again, like, I but be- I get I- it. Um, Veronica tells them both to burn I bet if Veronica hell, and, and like, Betty kissed, and, uh, and uh, like, uh, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> everyone, everyone be <laughs> like, even nice. it out, that's all. <laughs> God, that sounds that sounds like an Archie idea. He'd be like, "Oh no, man, yeah, if you two kiss, then it yeah, all maybe, evens what, out, okay, and we're all if, cool what again." If right? Veronica is so overcome with grief, she just happens to kiss Betty, like kind of publicly for a while, tongue kissing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and here we go with the second Kevin interview because Alice has come back to school to be like, I heard there's some hot goss going on. Who cares about why Jughead was murdered anymore? Hey, Kevin, why do you think everyone uh, was so ready to accept that Betty and Archie uh, are now secretly dating or whatever? <laughs> Barchie. God, I hate that. I hate this. <laughs> Kevin says... Kevin says, I think there were a lot of closeted he, he writes, stands he out there. He writes, like, erotic friend fiction. <laughs> right. Uh, and he says, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna put this whole line in, because, like, nuts. I think there were a lot of closeted Barchi stands out there who have been waiting for this moment. We just hope that it's true. Don't ship your friend. Don't ship okay. your friends. And I know people guy. do this in real life, and it kind of sucks. Do but don't ship your friends. Yeah, it's yeah. And I also get that this is supposed to be like a little meta commentary, um, you know, like on the fan base. I'm sure there are people who think, especially because of the comics. Oh no, of course Archie and Betty are supposed to be together. Uh, this bullshit that they went this way, and oh, maybe they are really excited right now that it's happening. Um, but it's weird because he's in well, the if show. It was like actually, the, if it was like the friend. the comics, it would almost be a, like a, a like an unintentional polyamory. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, Kevin says that Betty and Archie being together is like the it's definitive wrong. proof that Jughead has to be dead. Well, I mean, obviously, but still, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they aren't actually dating yeah. though, so I mean, I guess it's not technically, but <clears throat> whatever. Uh, Donna in a suit for some reason has come to harass Betty at school again. Why are what you if, so what if Betty me? and Donna kiss? <laughs> this, this, is, this is a very enemies to uh, lovers plot, lovers. though. <laughs> like it's just like I'm so obsessed with something you've done to me, and then like you know they kiss all yeah. of a sudden, and then a real like a bunch of relief just rolls off of yeah. me. Like oh, it turns out I wanted to have sex with you. That's why I'm so obsessed. Um, this is really fucking stupid. Uh, Donna, uh, says, I didn't figure you were going to tell me, but, uh, I know he has to be nearby. How do I know? Because I watched your sex tape that Brett made of you two, and you you guys love to fuck. And that's the only reason I watched it. I definitely wasn't just like I was thinking, thinking like, man, what if I was Jughead the entire time? That's a normal straight person to think, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now this is my new this is my new uh new pet theory this is enemies like, of lovers plot 
Yeah. For Don. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's there's no one who fucks so passionately that you look at it and be like, oh, they have to fuck every day or they're gonna die. Like, that makes no sense. But I guess Donna's <clears throat> taken enough coke at this point, trying to crack this riddle that um, she's just... <laughs> well, don't Reality you know, she's, do whatever uh, she, wants she, went, she goes to open nights every night because she, like, she, she knows so many jokes now that are so funny. <laughs> um... <laughs> um. So Betty's been stopping by the sex bunker uh, with two bags of pops. Uh, Donna's been following her because Donna's not obsessed with her. What are you talking about? This is normal behavior. Yeah. She just thinks Betty's really neat, okay? Yeah, like what about girl power weird. and stuff, right? Aren't... <laughs> <laughs> also, this is another person out of like the million people who know where the sex bunker is at. Yeah. Like the sex bunker is going to be real great for yeah. hazing next year, though. In Stone Stonewall, yeah. Oh, true, yeah. <clears throat> um, and so then Donna, for some reason, thinks, "Hey, this woman who's the daughter of a serial killer who's maybe emotionally compromised just went into this abandoned bunker by herself in the middle of the night. Um, even if she believed that Jughead's alive and is down there, like why?" Why would you then go down there? This is like the perfect place to murder somebody. We should know because they've done it before yeah. in this bunker. Like, this is where they killed Tallboy, no, I think. Okay, this season would be so much better if it was actually about Dark Betty and her killing people. I want so much more Dark Betty. Yeah, I want more Dark Betty. Um, But she's like, gotcha. But actually, it's Betty and Archie making out on the bed. And Archie's got his shirt off, of course. What if, what if Jughead has like a cuck holding thing? Um, he might. Be- <laughs> he might after this. <laughs> he's under that bed. He's like, there's better not awaken like, something oh, in me. Oh no, Archie! I I need to pretend I'm dead. So the best way to do that is if you have sex with Benny in front of me. <laughs> um. So this is where we're going to get the big prestige, and Betty's going to explain it to Alice. She says off the record, and then uh, we cut from the little camcorder view. To a different camcorder view of Alice, uh, now explaining everything on record. <laughs> so Alice now, is not going to let this. This story would go. sell good to a uh, to Netflix as a documentary. Yeah, I mean it would. Um, but she's about to explain basically everything, or we're about to get explained to us that was all planned, yep. just like we thought from the beginning. <laughs> <clears throat> But Veronica asks Archie just to ju- double check that, you know, pretend to be with me. didn't stir up any latent uh, Barchy endgame feels in him. Archie says he doesn't, but then later he's texting Betty, and it's a little suspicious. Gotta keep the hope God, alive for those Barchy statements. Like, their names just do not do. Like, Bughead's pretty good. Bughead's no. cute. But, like, Bughead's cute, yeah. Verace, what, what do you say? How do you. Varchi uh, and Varchi. 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 Like, you think Archie would be better? I guess they just have bad like consonants for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jughead has been living in the sex bunker. Uh, we find out, and Betty explains to him that this is all about shaking Donna's confidence because this game is all about confidence. And now that she's lost her, confidence, so is she? Is she saying that she's pulling a, a a a confidence game on her? Yeah. You know, Essentially, I understand, yeah. but like, um, maybe maybe people don't know that con con job means like confidence job. No, they. I do yeah. not think they do. 
Um, Betty also took some time to crochet Jughead a new hat at some point. Which I I wouldn't be surprised if there's like some like big you know bughead sta- uh, stands out there that like you know have crocheted his hat. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure. Speaking I'm sure you can of, buy this. That's probably going to be my gift to you this year because we're running out of. I'm running out of things. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, and Jack had also asked Betty um, to make sure she didn't have anything awakened, even though. Oh, no, sorry. That's fine for him to ask because Betty's been in love with Archie for like 10 years. I don't know why Veronica asked Archie when Archie has never liked Betty in a romantic manner. Yeah. He seems like fairly not romantically. Like that was the whole like, thing in episode his, one. He seemed to be. I don't know. Yeah, but like that—that that was like the whole deal in like the first two episodes of the show was that like Betty was in love with Archie, but Archie didn't feel the same way back. And then Veronica came on the scene. And he was like, "That's a hot piece yeah. of ass." Um, but whatever. <laughs> It's it's one of the uh, lesser sins of continuity also, they've like, committed this season. So three I can years it. in the face in the face no, of higher three years in high school is, is forever. Mm. Too. It is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh no, that was Veronica. Okay, <laughs> sorry. This little photo he has on his desk. Uh, for a second, I thought it was Donna, but no, that's definitely. It does look Veronica. a little like Donna. It does look kind of like from- Donna, though, huh? From further away, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yep, it's it's at night. Archie's working at his desk, and Betty texts him. Uh, you know, just a fun little flirty text. You know, thanks for your help. Hope I wasn't a bad kisser. Archie's uh, like, oh yeah, not at all. It- Anytime, but then he thinks about it. For once in his life, he thinks about something. <laughs> No, um, okay. The great thing the about it is you he like he it's like a solid like maybe minute or so while the little dots were coming up. So you know, like Betty yeah. knows that he's just like, huh. huh. Because you know they're like unless unless yeah. like they're in the middle of something. Like those dots mm-hmm. being up there for a while. Wait, does she only have two hours worth of No, two minutes. No, two hours. Yeah. No, two minutes of she is so bad. You're supposed to have like hours and hours of documentary film. Wait, no. So this is this is the set. The ten here is the seconds. So, so, uh, this is she, the minutes. This is the. Uh, she's gonna, no, no. Yeah, like for for this one question, you footage. would ask. You would do setup. You'd warm them up. You'd maybe try to manipulate them. You know, right. if you're if you're uh, you know, depending on what type of uh, person you are, doing the documentary. Mm. But. You know, maybe yeah. she's doing shot. You know, she's doing she's doing separate shots each time. Maybe I don't know. It's, I feel like this has been a consistent number down here for all the shots. <laughs> I think this is just all the footage she has. Listen, Alice is a reporter. She's yeah. not a documentarian. She doesn't know how this works. Uh, they're doing one more explanation about why they did this insane plan. I don't really care. So, I would like to see something like after this. After we do this. Because I would like to see when mm. season four received when season five was announced. If it would have been after this episode or not. Okay. Uh it's a great question. I'm not sure. Um <clears throat> uh, Donna is now telling Brett that it's all still a fake. Why? Because 
I do like uh, Brett's like, what, they had an extra burger? Archie's built like a superhero. To be fair, sure yeah. Wolf don't have a dozen also, of those. Also, also Brett um, being like a teen boy, yeah. be like, yeah, I would eat three hamburgers and have two milkshakes if I could at any moment. Yeah. No, um, I just love Well, of course. I mean, it's hard not to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's because Donald's all okay. three milkshakes. Dun, dun, dun. Because okay. a dude like Archie uh, just, definitely wouldn't just have Just saying, if we went well. by that logic, then, like, uh, our friend uh, Marky has, like, four people over in their room every single time we see them. <laughs> like, some people just don't clean up their shit. Yeah. Brett's being condescending white man, as he does, and Donna says, no, I'm the mommy and, and here. The look on his face is a face. lot less like, oh, I'm shocked because you're being so shitty to me. It's more like, oh, I'm shocked. I wonder what would happen if you hit me again. And then she gently cups his face. This is definitely yeah. They're they're trying to get like horned before. up right now. Um, but apparently she's done this before because she says if you ever cross me again, you'll end up like Jonathan, who I think is one of the Stonewall Four or whatever they call it that disappeared. So, so she's killed Hermosa, before and she'll kill again. Is, is what there. she's saying. It, it knows now. Uh, yeah, Hermosa, because Veronica asked her to look into something, and now we're finding out what that was. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember what it was, but, uh, oh, she looked into the, the preppies, and yeah, Donna's there's got something. a secret, I think. Because Donna Sweet is actually, <gasps> you know, that noise that they make for, at the end? <laughs> oh my god, of course. No, yeah. I don't think they say what it is. Uh, they say it's our smoking gun, the final piece of the puzzle. He's finally able to just take down the murder wall because. <laughs> but, yeah, I I I don't know what puzzle we were trying to crack. There hasn't the mystery really been is a they mystery tried to kill Jughead and they happened to not kill Jughead. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, I don't know what unless what it's one of the Stonewall Four. Them, but but why would they be doing? They didn't care about that though. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, Mr. Keating's suicide, but, like, who cares, man? No one else knew him. Like, who this, cares? I, I feel Move like on. they really were, this This season is a show in search of a plot point that people care about. Yeah. Yeah, a, a bit of a struggle this season uh, to figure it out, but <laughs> yeah. at least and it's And we're close to the end, what was that, like, episode 13? Six? Yeah. Oh. I think 16, 15 or 16? 15, no, I mean, yeah. I still have it up. Uh, it was 15. Yeah, 15 of 19, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, almost there. All right. Uh, what uh, would you like I to recommend to the Maybe just home? watch Let's Plays of someone quietly playing Power Wash Simulator. That's what I've been doing lately, because that's the only thing I have in my mind that capable of, like, focusing on lately, so. Um, Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. All Maybe right. play the uh, Lego games. Uh, the new one, as of recording, is going to be the uh, the completely redone um, Lego Star Wars uh, thing. It's going to be all the Skywalker saga, and it looks like it's going to be pretty good. And I'll probably end up mm. impulse buying it uh, Thursday. So, okay. Um, as for me, I'm going to be recommending, um, because I'm watching this for the third time, so I think I should recommend it again. I've definitely done this before, but Say I Do Surprise Wedding is the best show on Netflix. I'm so mad it doesn't have a second season yet. 
It's like Queer Eye, but just for weddings, oh, and it's nice. somehow better. Love is real. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, and then I'm also going to recommend uh, Netflix somehow got the rights to this, and God bless them. It's called Old Enough. It's an old Japanese... I don't even know if it was a full show or just a segment in like a variety show, but the premise is that parents uh, ask their like five and under children to go on their very first errand by themselves and then a camera crew like follows them and watches them try to do the errand and it's super fucking cute oh my god i need to watch this i need more cute cute things in my life right now old and oh it's unbearably because first off i will will say one of the things that uh one of the things that i do feel is missing nowadays is i feel like like trusting kids to Mm. grow up is a little uh a little bit low and uh mm. you know a lot of a lot of kids mm. are actually like can handle themselves and stuff you just gotta let them flourish in ways that are safe um mm-hmm. that being said i now i will now end up watching that it looks like it looks like it's gonna be so goddamn cute already like the preview is just of this kid like yeah, they're actually dropping a bunch of a, a bunch of uh fish it looks like on the ground and they don't and like they're just like what are we gonna do you broke your box what are you gonna do you little child it's adorable yep. it's yeah. very good uh thank you it's very good uh, uh if you yep. i think so uh, I, 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 uh, it's your turn I don't know if it off. isn't then whatever uh hey i'm lying to you or am i I've got the key to blow this wide open. I've got the smoking gun. <laughs> we'll find out. Yep. This is going to put together our whole case that we were talking about the entire season. Yep. But, but, bye. The entire season. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Waco, Betty? Waco, Betty? Wake up.